0: Discover how to be a better boss in the virtual world, how to get the best out of your staff, and how to perform together as a team to build your online company. Hey everyone, welcome to the ins and outs of outsourcing, where we bring you enlightenment in offline and online outsourcing from around the globe. Whether you have a VA in the Philippines or employ a web designer in India, learn how to work together with your team to be a dynamic duo, whether you have a company of two or 200. Here's your host, Esther Anderson.
1: Hi, and welcome to today's show, I have the greatest pleasure today to introduce my guest Tan from Write Your Cancer and Aussie Bloggers podcast. Hi Tan. Hi Esther and thank you so much for having me on your show. Now as I uh, just introduced Tan from two things Write Your Cancer and Aussie Bloggers
2: podcast but you wear many hats don't you? I do. I'm a digital consultant which means I cover so many different aspects of the digital world. Uh, blogging, copywriting, website building, designing, digital training, online marketing, podcasting, as we mentioned. You name it, Esther, it is it's there. <laughs> Everything technology. <laughs> A true entrepreneur. <laughs> Truly.
1: Uh, how do you fit all that in? That's amazing. Mm.
2: Yeah, there's only 24 hours in a day, right? <laughs> um, okay, well, apart from little sleep, I actually have a secret weapon. Oh, um, yeah. I outsource. Ah. Mm. Perfect segue. Yes. And I can honestly tell you how it has changed my life. Having that person there who can take so much of the the worry away from the little things to leave me doing the things I love doing such as podcasting and being able to just write out a list and go here you go can you please take care of this and you've got someone out there who will who will do that just for you
1: well, that's uh, what you hear is the biggest problem from so many entrepreneurs or people mm-hmm. that are working solopreneurs in micro-businesses mm-hmm. that they get bogged down in the day-to-day things, trying to make appointments, making lists, just little follow-up stuff that they're wasting their time when they should really be working on their business, not in their business.
2: That's very true. I I think a lot of the time from the people I've spoken to because when you're in a small business generally it is as you said a solopreneur it's you by yourself and you have to wear many many hats so if you have a VA who can take care of the little things like for instance uh I when I do my website training or uh, blogging training or, or teaching people how to do an online course I naturally like to produce a certificate. Now. The other day, uh, my beautiful VA Kimmy, who is in, uh, she's actually in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Um, she, I was, I was looking for an um, a certificate to give to my people, and I had run out. And I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I can't not give them a certificate because they've just done three hours training with me, and straight away. Jumped online, Kimmy's online, Skyped her and I said, Kim, I so quick. I said, um, look, I've got training in, in the next hour. I said, I've, I don't have um, any of the certificates that I need. I said, can you please do one up for me? Go, go and find one. I don't have time to sit down and organise it because I've got to get all my, my training gear together. So within half an hour, here comes back, polished, beautiful certificate and all I had to do was just write their names and sign it. You know, just those those little things that can save you such a headache, and it's just magic having that one person there to take care of things like that.
1: Now, the the magic word you said there was Jamaica. Now, mm. so many people have uh, VAs that are traditionally Philippines, mm-hmm. India, mm-hmm. uh either inside Australia or America, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard of too many in Jamaica. How did you find Kimmy and mm-hmm. what what are the trials and tribulations of, of someone from Jamaica? Mm. Uh,
2: I sp- I wasn't actually looking for someone from Jamaica because, as you said, traditionally a lot of uh, people from the Philippines uh, are great to have and I have had a VA from the Philippines I had her for quite a while until um, uh, I got married <laughs> and then I had to go off and do other things for a while and then someone else picked her up and, and by the time I came back to her, um, she was gone, which was a, a bit of a shame. But anyway, yes, um, there, are, there are quite a few different places you can find your, your VAs. Um, there are boutique agencies that you can go through, uh, Upwork, which is where I find a lot of my uh, outsourcing people. Um, you can, I believe, even get some um, some of them through Fiverr. Um, yeah, it, it's just a matter of of actually googling "outsource" or "outsourced workers," I guess, and you'll find some and- places.
1: And so, when you found your person there, Mm. do you keep working with them through the agency, or is it your intention that you they end up working for you directly?
2: Okay, that's interesting because I've I've done it both ways. So, uh, working with an agency, um, I I believe in integrity, honesty, and loyalty. So I wouldn't go and poach them, um, although that. Does happen a lot. Uh, uh, when I found my workers uh, through Upwork, I actually, at one point, I said, uh, I've got someone else who helps with my podcast. And, and I said to Z, I said, Oh, look, Z, um, are you happy to do regular work for me? And how does it work? Would you come and just work for me solely? And he said, uh, No. Um, he said, "Let's do it through through Upwork, and that way, all the fees are taken care of, insurance. You know, it's it actually helps a lot if you actually stick with your agency instead of ha- going going alone. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things involved that people don't know, but there's
1: also the background insurance. Mm, exactly. And for those that don't realise, someone like Upwork, mm-hmm. the customer or the client the funds are held in escrow Mm. and So they don't get released until the VA or the staff have completed their work And that the client is happy on that correct and if for some reason They were paid, maybe a milestone and then you found out something was wrong You can always apply for a refund Mm. so there is quite a bonus going through those. There's a lot of safety there Mm. And, and they're often handy to build your relationship in the beginning mm. and I know you said you you don't poach but sometimes it may be that uh, there comes a time that they can work for you full time mm. but then this way you've both passed the
2: apprenticeship mm. stage mm. absolutely and and by the way <laughs> uh Z who does my podcasting because my name is T- Tan I'm known by Tan uh, he always calls me dude or mate or, you know, how's the surf going, mate, <laughs> being in Australia. So it's really interesting when you talk about relationships, Esther, because the relationships that you have with your outsourced workers uh, is not something that can happen overnight. No, that that's...
1: I'm very lucky with the, the staff that I have that work for me, mm. and but I've put a lot of effort in and so have mm. they. Mm. It's almost mm. like making a blind date work, mm-hmm. really, the, the relationship building. <clears throat> There's a lot of miscommunication that comes on. When you just said Australian,
2: mm-hmm.
1: often when I'm, I'm talking to uh, my VA, I can hear her tapping away at the keys and mm. she's actually Googling mm what I'm saying, and then okay. it may be three or four minutes later I'll hear her laughing and mm. she's saying, I just got your joke. <laughs> <laughs> so the, um, what, what's your favourite method of communication? How do you uh, either send tasks through? Is it just an email or do you use
2: Slack, Blab? Okay. Um, I currently have someone I'm working with at the moment and we do everything through Google Drive. Um, I have used Slack but use a lot of Trello, um, which is uh, that's a pretty good one that I've used, and Evernote. Evernote's actually probably my favourite. When you're working with an agency, say, like Upwork, uh, you do all the communication through there. Uh, Skype. So, for instance, when interviewing, like if, if you're going to go through um, an actual – agency say in Manila or somewhere and you're, you're going to get your worker through them and they actually set up the interview process for you the one thing I do recommend is that you actually do the interview process through video that way you can hear how they speak you can actually gauge their level of language you can see how they react to you body language comes out so much more on video than if someone's writing an email or, you know, we all know of some horror stories of someone who sent an email and the tone has been quite unintentional and it's caused a whole lot of problems. Yeah, mm. the, the, um, <clears throat>
1: the the double on Tronday. And it's quite funny with my staff in the beginning was I would send something through and I'd get a reply with one word that said noted. In capitals, and I go, Oh, I must have annoyed them today. Oh, what, what did I say? What did I say? Then I would send something else through, noted. Thought, oh, they're cranky with me. And one day I was actually going, What did I upset you? And they're going, No, that's the way we acknowledge what you've said. Whereas in my office, if someone's, you, you said something to them and they go, Noted, and that meant they were annoyed with you. Mm. So we had to be very careful.
2: Mm. Culture is, is really important, especially in the early days when you're training your, your VA or whoever you're uh, outsourcing your work to. And one of the things that I have found is that unless you have effective communication, things don't always work out as you want them to. So, for instance, coming actually from someone who my work has been outsourced, my copywriting work in particular in the early days, I would get a a brief that said, do me a five-page sales letter on this camera, and that would be it. There would be no, well, what are you actually selling? Are you selling the features of it, or do you want to focus on the benefits? Do you have keywords that you want me to... Really, what sort of format do you want? You when know? do you want it done by? How many words? Yes. Yeah. So I found, and that was actually really, really useful for me because, uh, apart from the fact that I had to learn to mental telepathy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it actually made me think that when I get to the position that I'm in now, where I'm outsourcing my work and and having people do my work for me. I know it takes time and this is one of the reasons why a lot of people don't like to outsource because I think by the time I write out all the instructions I might as well do it myself however you do it once so let's just say I'm going to teach you how to uh, set up your podcast. I would go through the process myself and I the one of the very first times I do it and I do it all the time with zero, Uh, because otherwise I forget, I would just dot point everything I have to do and then it's written down and you can refer to it as many times but at least it's done the first time. One of the things that I tend to do is because I don't like
1: writing, I don't have the affinity with words like you do, so then I will use uh, some sort of screen capture, whether it be Jing or Mm -hmm. uh, Snagit, and I will video record mm-hmm. my conversation and say, can do this, this, and this. And now it's down pat where I'll go number one, and I'll just say, it. then what they do is they convert that to a process manual mm-hmm. and they'll screenshot as we go, and it's done, it's recorded. Mm-hmm. And then it is filed. Because if they're not doing it or they leave or someone else is taking over or they're passing on the information, then they just
2: pull that out there and they know exactly what needs to be done. The other good thing you can do too, uh, which I do quite often because I'm out on the road with my mobile computer training sessions, I will just have my phone and I will just audio record anything that that comes to mind that I need Kimmy to do and I'll just... I'll just have it there, then I just need to just send it off to her.
1: That, that's perfect. Mm. That
2: That's more less disruptive than myself.
1: Mm. I just uh, have Skype on my phone and I just voice call And while I'm driving around. And it was quite interesting because the other day when I was driving around, instead of just uh, audio, I hit video and she could see me. So I actually parked the phone on top of the dash, so we're driving around and she got a tour from, from where I live and couldn't believe that we didn't have as much traffic. Or traffic lights. The When you're talking about content writing, were you always happy with what you got back or how did you check that it you know was okay?
2: When I first started um, outsourcing the writing myself, so that I could get work back and edit it and put it onto different uh, articles and and things like that. Um, I went through the process of using Copyscape Mm -hmm. was probably one. However, this is where it comes back to if you're going to outsource your writing, you really need to make sure you know who is writing for you because when you when there are so many pieces of software out there that can spin articles even something like copyscape is not going to pick up the latest and greatest piece of software um, and and recognize that this article has been spun so anytime because I own over a you know 120 domain names and I'm always trying to get some new websites put up and built I obviously am not going to be able to write 120 uh, blogs and and keep them up to date so when I need an article I'll go out and outsource it and but it will come back to me and I will then do the quality assurance I will make sure it's edited make sure the grammar is there I don't believe you can just go outsource some work and not have it checked
1: and and I think there's a lot to be said for certain countries Mm. you can definitely pick that English is not widely spoken. Mm. And even reading nuances in, in the words, mm. you can pick up that ah, that was written in India mm. or that was written in... Uh, uh, Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I guess it's a little bit like when you get your phone call of an evening mm. from a call centre and you go, oh, mm. what country? Mm. Actually, now that is a... Um, interesting thing because we all have our favorite story about our call center phone call at dinner time and how we you know reply to it either we keep them talking or we just hang up on them and we've had enough it seems to be in Australia that the word outsource is a dirty word how have you come across it do you tell many people that you outsource or well I guess everybody knows now.
2: Okay. Hey. <laughs> I outsource
1: <laughs> But it's interesting the Australians' perspective and is that something that is come back from purely the six PM phone call and people go, Oh, call centre, hang up and that's all oh, you hear the, the reputable big Australian companies are now going offshore and outsourcing and we feel threatened over our jobs.
2: Esther, I believe it's probably a combination and I think it comes back to very originally that when people outsourced and they had someone from the Philippines or India or wherever they, they the, you know, the worker came from, the quality assurance probably wasn't there, the training wasn't there. Like I know, for instance, with your company, Uh, that you have you train and train and train and your workers are so well trained now that you wouldn't know that they were from the Philippines half the time the work is just such high quality and in the beginning people probably went for the cheaper option of going offshore and they wouldn't get the high quality because that that training wasn't there uh, so I think that's one thing. The other thing is that there is still the half-half of you're taking away from Australian jobs, and so there is that loyalty to your country, to your workers. However, as a business person, you the bottom line is the dollar.
1: And there's a lot of smaller businesses that actually wouldn't be existent or actually be able to grow because people are trying to do everything themselves Mm. and they can't necessarily afford or there may not be the skilled people in their area to employ. Mm. And so I think myself personally, it's a 50-50 swing that... Well, maybe you lose jobs offshore, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that are actually able to grow their business because they are too small to employ someone for 20 hours a week, and they no way could they afford mm. that because they're not even paying themselves. Mm, absolutely. Totally correct. What's the funniest task you've ever asked your VA to do? Oh, funny as to us, now you're putting me on the spot I mean it's not like that they could fill in your husband's birthday card and post it from Jamaica
2: (laughs) I'm really going to have to think about that one however I would probably have to say one of the most strangest things that I didn't have time to do was and it was related to my (coughs) husband's uh, birthday last year just before we got married and um he wanted a, a particular part for his bike, and I hope he's not going to listen to this because <laughs> no, he thought it was all my idea. Uh And so I actually uh, got my VA to go and research all the different types of bike parts related to this. This I don't even know what it was called because I, I don't know bicycle <laughs> parts. But uh, she researched everything about bicycles for me, came up with websites, came up with prices, came up with... So your VA is not just there for business. They will do anything for you. And if you treat them properly and build that special relationship, they will be so loyal to you and just love you forever. They really will. And And, Go on, sorry. (laughs) No, I
1: was going to say, and that's the point, it's not just about you going to work and being happy. When you employ people, they should be happy to get up in the morning and come to work. Mm. And if it's an excitement and an adventure for them, they turn out such a higher quality of work. Mm. With my team, we sit down, we uh, have staff meetings online and we have so many jokes. And because I've been over there quite a few times and knowing them personally... I think I can perhaps overstep the boundary because we've met face-to-face and they, they won't be offended mm. by whatever I say, even though I am Australian. And words, when I ha- have faced with deathly silence, I know nobody got that. Mm. So mm. That's, that's quite the funny thing.
2: And Esther, I, I really think that you've, you've mentioned it and I know I brought it up at the beginning about face-to-face when you have a face-to-face meeting with someone and obviously if you never get to the Philippines or Jamaica or India you cannot do that but you can go face-to-face online and build that relationship I had a lady work for me uh helping me build a website she did a lot of the design work because that's definitely not my forte but she uh she, she was from India and she was absolutely lovely and she would get on board and we would actually Skype video. So Skype was, is probably mm. way up there in terms of being one of the better ones when you need to communicate. And because she, I could see her face to face, the other thing that came about was m- more trust between us. When you can see someone's face and talk to them and have eye contact and see that that is a real person, not just someone on the other end of an email, um, it makes a huge difference. And when you are outsourcing your work, you do need to be very trusting because you are giving people, you may be outsourcing some writing that is going to be the next bestseller. Bookkeeping, accounts. Accounts, exactly. Anything that needs to be kept confidential, you need to be able to tr- trust that person implicitly.
1: That's that's so true.
2: Then, uh, yes, face-to-face is
1: very important, but it can also be fun. We actually had an online Christmas party really? last year. Yeah. yeah. We, we had the team and we did this via Zoom, or you can do this by Blab, and everybody actually was dressed up with uh, party hats mm-hmm. and everybody it was byo wherever they lived and we had christmas carols and it was it was great we were actually on the line for three hours and people were coming and going and that was absolutely hilarious mm, outsourcing can be so much fun oh truly it's not always that serious Uh, What about tips and tools and tricks? We always like to ask everybody, and it's not necessarily with outsourcing, Mm -hmm. but working in the online sphere, Mm. what's one or two of your favourite tools that you could not be without? Mm.
2: Technically, I would say with your WordPress site, WordFence. You really need to keep your site secure. Back Mm -hmm. up, back up, back up. Yes. And walk away when you find yourself getting so frustrated in the online world for instance if your internet keeps dropping out or you just cannot understand why the the i don't know some technical issue isn't happening correctly why your wordpress isn't loading or updating take a break walk away and spend five minutes in front of the tv or go down the road or go and play with your dog or cat, or, or go and watch youtube videos online well, actually no don't go watch youtube videos. <laughs> i'm saying walk away from the computer don't throw it out the window walk away from it it's it's saved me so many times and it just brings down that level of frustration i would also say in this world there's so much talk about uh, authenticity and being being real and it's hard to be yourself online sometimes because you are trying to create this image and a brand for yourself and for your business but if you can build relationships through good customer service clear communication uh, you're already a long way there to being being the the perfect person that you should be whether that is perfect in your eyes or someone else's it doesn't really matter but just be yourself that's it at the end of the day you
1: got to live with yourself Mm. well 10 i very much would like to say thank you for coming along today my pleasure now if somebody wanted to get in touch with you please how would they do that
2: Mm. Okay, so on Facebook, it's Mrs. Tanya Turner, T-A-N-G. No, no relation I, to I can <laughs> <laughs> We won't go there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tanya with a J. Um, Tanya writer at Instagram and Twitter, um, through the Aussie Bloggers podcast and Pinterest and Write Your Cancer, of course, where uh, I run a pure blog just to... help people write their cancer story and then I help them get online and share it with the world that's great that's great Mm. tan well thank you very much for coming today
1: and thank you listeners and listen to us next time thank you
2: thank you
0: Head over to our website outs of outsourcingcom to check out all the resources available for you and your team. Connect with us on Facebook and ask your questions in the group. We look forward to you joining us next time on the Ins and Outs of Outsourcing.